it's Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Welcome back to the third part of this story of the story. <laughs> and, um, and in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it actually felt like to share the story. So, yeah, there was a, a time where I was just really in absolute uh, crisis mode <laughs> about whether this was a good idea at all. I mean, I was I was really questioning how I was going to feel once the story was shared and I wondered if anybody would actually care or enjoy it. Like, it's funny when you've got an audience coming for something that's kind of a little bit abstract. I'm pretty sure they, they weren't 100% sure of what was going to happen. They just wanted to be in the room and I, I wanted to give them a good show. I wanted to make sure that they left with the feeling that I really wanted them to have. And I just thought, well, what's what if this is just a massive disappointment? What if I am setting myself up for complete and utter public embarrassment? <laughs> you know, I it was real. I I wondered what would happen if I got going and then just decided I wanted to stop, that in fact I wasn't ready and I wanted to pull out right there and then could I just kind of wrap it up? at different places like all these thoughts were going through my head I thought there was literally not a rehearsal that I did with myself I obviously read through it out loud beforehand a few times and I I cried every single time like quite heavily and so I was just thinking how am I going to hold it together I actually had little set of tissues right at the back pocket of my folder with all the words written out just in case I needed them. Uh, I really was not sure if I'd be able to hold it together, even if I should hold it together. And there's, there's just that moment, you know, before you go into an exam or before you've got to deliver something big for work, whatever it is, where you think, there's actually no more I can do now. It's just, it's going to happen. And I've just got to roll with this. I, all the questioning, all of the worries, all of the self-doubt, all of that. My conviction in needing to do this was stronger than all of it. And I let it drive me. I let the fact that people were coming and taking time out of their week to sit in that room to, you know, get me there. And and I sat, you know, we got into the room and some amazing friends were helping me out on the night and they were setting up the, the stage and we were just figuring out the lighting and someone got a glass of water for me and, you know, had amazing Julie Tenner and Nadia Rennie joining me on stage afterwards for conversation about what I'd shared in Harvest. So we were just making sure that was all set up. 
the nerves were very high at this stage and I was just kind of in in a zone, I guess. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to be shared and I, I just had no idea what that was going to bring forth. And there was a little green room in the venue and I was – so I was – backstage and I was just reading through reading through my notes just looking at it just looking at this story that I'd written I mean almost 10,000 words and I was about to go on stage and read a story how did I think that that would be entertaining for people was this even interesting I was looking at it going oh god who do you think you are Lisa to have a story that should be shared like this come on you know you've been fooling yourself this whole time but I knew I had to do it and something you know just you just get into some kind of drive and I got there and I heard Nadia start to introduce me and I was right there backstage. I realized I had no idea where the curtain opened. (laughs) And so I just kind of poked and prodded until I found the opening of the curtain. And I walked out there and there was just this room full of women with anticipation. I felt sick. I thought I was going to vomit. And I also felt completely thrilled by the whole thing just really thrilled that I had made it this far that I had the story in my hands you know that it was going to happen and I of course paid my respects to the traditional owners I took a really big deep breath and I started reading and it went for over a little over an hour And because there was a spotlight on me, while I was sharing, I I couldn't see the audience very well. And it was really quiet. I'm talking pin drop quiet. In my head, I'm reading this story and I'm also thinking, I've totally lost them. This has gone on too long. It's too quiet. Everyone's on their phones. They wish they could leave. Probably people are just wanting to get up and go to the loo, get another drink. They're bored. Oh, God. And and I really just was worried. There were some times where I, you know, people laughed in the right spots. So I thought, okay, no, I've still got them. Or... Um, you know, I asked them, I remember once I was like, are we okay? You know, after the COVID years, I mean, are any of us actually okay? <laughs> this is a, a Melbourne-based audience. And they're like, <laughs> no. And um, it was like, okay, I've still got them. They're here. But it was it was very quiet, discerningly quiet as I was sharing. And the words were just flowing out of me though. I, I, I got close to big tears I I felt myself probably about three times there was um, a moment where I thought I could this could become explosive (laughs) but I kind of kept them at bay I drank absolutely no water 
throughout the whole time. And I'm sitting there in that chair with my story in my hands and a microphone in front of my face and this room full of women anticipating whatever was going to happen. And I delivered. I, I told the story well. And I felt that in myself. I felt the words flowing out of me. I felt it all happening in a way that felt really, really right. I was emotionally naked on that stage. I was, I was seen, I was showing up in the most honest way and it was really scary and I kind of, while I was sharing, I was, there was so much going on in my head but the, the words, I had to pay attention to the words, I was just in the flow of the words and so it was sort of getting closer to the end. I, I started to get this sense of almost like an awe for myself of what I had just done, I, what I was in the process of doing. I, I was like, you know, when you start to see the finish line and you think, oh, my God, this is I'm almost done. And I really had wanted to enjoy it. And. At the start, I thought, I don't know if that's going to be possible because if I vomit on stage, that's not going to be very enjoyable. But I really, really did. I loved every single second that I was up there. And for that reason, I'm really, really proud of myself for doing it, for doing the thing that I knew I would enjoy. That was, I mean, it was pretty treacherous to get to that point, but I did it. Most importantly, the story was shared. And I knew I didn't want to do it on a webinar. I knew I didn't want to do it on a Facebook Live or something like that. It wasn't designed for that. The story also wasn't written to read. It was written to hear. It had to be my words. It had to be my flow and delivery in order to have the impact that I wanted it to have. And the whole point of this story, the whole point of showing up there that night was for those women in the room to see that through the hardest times, we're planting seeds. And I could never have predicted what I've harvested, but I did. And I wanted them to connect with their harvest. I wanted them to feel like, the hard stuff that they are moving through in their life or have experienced in their life gave them this rich harvest, but we never pay attention to it. And that's what the process of writing and sharing the story did for me. It helped me see. It really had a huge, huge impact on me and and. And I have gone on then to take the, I guess, the knowledge of the power of sharing a story, like being the speaker, the owner and the speaker and sharer of a story into many aspects of my life. And, you know, you can see it on my social media accounts these days. I... I'm writing differently. I'm sharing different kinds of reels. I am 
more honest and more grounded than I ever have been. And this is coming from someone who's one of my core values is actually authenticity. I struggle a lot with fakeness, with the facade. I just, it repels me. And and I think women, really, we need to get better at at honesty. And it's, and I mean, I realize it's scary. I was really scared of sharing things. And I don't, as I said, it wasn't about airing dirty laundry or doing anything like that. It was like being able to own aspects of my story that I knew if I put together in a, in a way that took women on a journey would have them changed, moved, connecting with themselves in new ways, a new perspective that they can see of themselves through my story. And there is so, so much in that. And I'll share more about that in the the next part of this series, the impact that it had uh, on, on the people who heard it. But I think I can't not be someone who's done that now, not be someone who has sat on stage and done this really scary, hugely expansive thing. I, I am grateful to myself for it. And I believe that the more of us that do that, the better the world will be because there's so much, uh, I mean, just so much. Mm, I mean, you know, I think about AI and all the changes that have already started happening in my particular industry and all the changes that are going to be coming. I mean, if you don't know about the changes that AI are going to be bringing, there's some brilliant books you can read and it's definitely a conversation that you should be a part of. Generative AI is changing the landscape of the words, videos, everything that you see online. And and it's not a bad thing. But but. AI requires you to feed it with stuff and you can never feed it your soul and your story unless you've done the unpacking, unless you have figured out the story, unless you have found your words, your core, the meaning that you have given all of it. I mean, that's irreplaceable. Stories, personal stories are, you know, the stuff that can never be faked. Can be made up like we're going to see all sorts of stuff. We are going to see it all. You just watch. It's going to be really, really crazy. But I am glad that, you know, I can use chat GPT like the rest of them, but it could never have given me harvest. I couldn't have said, hey, these are my life events. Write a story about it that's going to really mean something. And the gift is actually in the discovery, the writing, and the sharing. And it's pretty profound what can happen on the other side. And I'll fill you in on that in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I have a quick favor to ask you. Firstly, if you got value from this podcast and you know someone else who might be interested in listening, 
it helps so much when you go ahead and share that you have enjoyed the podcast. You can do that on your social platforms or even when you're just chatting to your friends. I so appreciate that. And the other thing, I know it might take like 30 seconds of your time, but we love reading your reviews of the podcast. You can go ahead and do that on your podcast platform of choice. It really, really makes my day to read them and to know that this stuff is valuable to you. Thanks again for listening. I really do appreciate you being here.